Good morning, campers. Welcome to Camp Good Boy Podcast. <laughs> okay, boys. Okay, boys. Um, I literally, I just, I just think we uh, should take a moment. Have we, have we, do we have enough money saved up? Because if we're going to dive into the topic, I know we're going to dive into, we may never be allowed to be camp counselors again. Uh, we might find ourselves canceled before we shut down uh, tonight's podcast recording. I mean, I want to make sure we got our money in Bitcoin and everything. We're all ready to go. Are we, are we still talking about Ed Burns? <laughs> hey, Ben. No, Wait, hey yeah, ben. Can you, can you get canceled for, uh, for ripping on Ed Burns? No, the, no, way, the, no way. I think you can get promoted for ripping on it. No, the worst thing that's going to happen is you can't go to Irish pubs in New York. No, they, yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, you get, <laughs> you might get jeered at. You might get jeered at in the bleachers section at the Yankee Stadium. If get the you, fuck out of here, you fucking with Eddie Burns. That's it, my boy. If you have a fire, the, the fire department just lets your house burn down. <laughs> Wait, wait a second! I have no idea. Yeah, the Coast Guard, yeah. if you're if you're fishing if your fishing boat is uh, capsized and, and sinking underneath the Barrazano Bridge, no Coast Guard guys are going to come out and rescue you. No, no, not at all. You can't buy a pea coat in New York City. You can't get, no, you can't get a pint. No, you can't get Kenneth Cole. You can't get Kenneth Cole loafers ever again. Um, yeah, Levi's five hundred one jeans, like the really uh, dark blue ones. They might. They might. Uh, it might be delayed in delivery. He just, Ed Burns just listens to Camp Goodwin. He puts out like a huge thing on deadline. <laughs> it's like, uh, cause uh, like Jonah Hill just did one of those for the daily mail post and pictures of him, like shirtless oh, yeah. or something. And it's like, uh, yeah, Eddie, Ed Burns just makes one of these big deadline things. Like, I don't know who's listening to this Camp Goodboy podcast. <laughs> Me and the wife, we were, we were just hanging out. We heard the Camp Goodboy podcast was good. We turned it on. All these guys do is they shit all over they me. They break my balls. They break my balls. <laughs> They should be canceled hey, you know from what? having yeah, their yeah, houses you know protected by fire. <laughs> if their bow calf sizes, let it sink, <laughs> and they can't get a pint in New York City. Right. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I'm cozy in bed. I'm cozy. I'm cozy in my three thousand square foot loft. I don't even need to pay for fire insurance. <laughs> uh, they, they're probably all renting their places, and and they still gotta pay for fire insurance. That still ain't gonna protect them from no fire. <laughs> this is one thing I hate: haters. I yeah. hate haters. <laughs> How could you they hate They want to hate me. They want to hate me. That's all right. They want to hate me. That's all right. I'm never, I'm never make sure they never get into Madison Square Garden again. The whole life. <laughs> yeah. I just, yeah, just, it, you just go to Ed Burns Instagram and he just has a post hashtag cancel camp. Good boy. <laughs> These fucking folks, I don't know who the fuck they think they are. No, I got nothing but love. You want me to be mad at these fucking jamokes? Come on, man. Come on, man. Wait, so you really you really came out swinging there in the beginning. What what, what topic are we are we supposed to be tackling? Oh, well, here? no, I was just, I've been so well, I've been so excited, you know, when we were like, hey, what should we rap about this week? And and uh, you know, we were talking about good old Woody Allen. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, oh, fuck. That's well, right. That's I right, don't know right, if right. we have to worry about getting canceled. He needs to worry about getting canceled. <laughs> And because well, that's the thing, well, I mean, no, well, yeah, but like, you know, this is like the great debate, right? Though, so, I mean, you know, before we dive into like where we all, all sort of land, I mean, like Woody is like the ultimate in cancel culture because people, you know, people who are like, I don't think he did it, you know, are immediately like shunned from society too. You know, they're like, oh, yeah. fuck that guy. You know, he, yeah. you know, he's uh, like bulletproof. 
Well, here's the thing. Like, not all pedophiles look like Woody Allen, but only pedophiles look like Woody Allen. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. So, like, I mean, the odds are kind of in Mia Farrow's. I mean, mm. it's also like the HBO thing is a pretty like substantial hit piece. I mean, it's like, mm. I mean, that's like a, it's like a four. What is it? A four episode or something like that? Uh, oh, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, that's not four, like a no, statement. They I mean, episodes. they got like they got four episodes. They have like a DP on this. Like, yeah, I've written. No, they, but like also, I guess we're going to find out tonight what, like what else he did. I mean, it's like artistically done and I, I don't know. I mean the first episode, I, cause everyone kind of gave him a pass on the soon Yi thing. Like it was certainly creepy, but everyone loves Woody. Mm-hmm. So it's sort of just like, okay, it's a little weird, but Woody's eccentric and, he, and we love him because we're all like a little weird, mm-hmm. but then you start to really like go back and it's like, he's not only hiding in plain sight, he's been hiding in plain sight in his films. I mean, he dates a child in Manhattan yeah. and we're all just supposed to think it's like quirky and funny. Right. Cause, the, cause his lighting though. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, yeah it's really it's weird. But then, because it's black and white, we're not entirely how, sure how young she is. You know, it's like in the shadows. Yeah. How old is Muriel? I mean, I mean, so when, Manhattan's basically like the Woody Allen biopic. <laughs> well, no, no. I mean, Manhattan, she's in well, high school. Oh, Manhattan, yeah. is a, Manhattan is at, Manhattan again. Manhattan, that relationship is a true story. I mean, at some point in his life, I want to say in the late 70s, early 80s, like Woody Allen, by the way, not unlike Jerry Seinfeld, was yeah. dating a senior mm-hmm. in high yeah, school right. in the Manhattan private school scene. Yeah. Like, I mean, now it's his you know, wife. So I, right. yeah, no, no, I've always been torn. Look, I've always, I've always been torn uh, with the Manhattan thing because when I was growing up in New York City, there were always like the fucking hottest hot seniors. It was not uncommon for them to be dating like forty-year-old dudes. Mm-hmm. And I remember at the time, I, I was like, "That's so weird." Uh, but all right, I won't say anything because, like, I guess their parents aren't saying anything, and um, so it just sort of rolled with it. I guess it was a very '90s thing. Mm-hmm. So when all the, <laughs> when the original accusations started to come back up, I always sort of thought that in my mind. Now I will admit, watching the documentary, that whole fucking story about letting his kids suck his thumb, I was like, okay, that is really creepy. Um, yeah. Oh, and, and the weird. thing about the the suntan lotion where they she caught him like rubbing it up between the right. kids. Um, uh, but, hey, it's a sensitive spot. It is, <laughs> you know. But I mean, aren't aren't hey, there bathing suits for that? Don't they have bathing suits for that? I, I in, in most well, I mean, I guess unless Mia Farrow's kids are wearing thongs out to the beach. <laughs> well, I guess they just had that house in Connecticut. Is that where it happened? And they have that like little. Oh, and they and make it crystal clear it's in Connecticut. I mean, oh I think God, they, yeah, totally. they 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 say it like forty times. <laughs> and then it's like I didn't need the like. Of course, it's Connecticut. Where else could it be? Yeah, right, Indiana. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, well, it's right. I mean, but I will say, like, while it's a hit, well, again, while it's a hit job, while there's an element of like a hit job, I'm sorry, there's also an element where like Mia Farrow oh, she's is a, she's checked out. Bonkers. She's checked I out. Mean, two oh of those God. kids, two of those kids are dead. Like two of those kids she adopted are dead. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, really young age. I think one of them committed suicide. Another one died of pneumonia. You know, she built this giant dollhouse. I have, I can barely handle two children, and I'm married. <laughs> mm-hmm. And this woman's got like eighty oh, kids, man, and she, she was by herself for so long. I don't know. Like, I mean, th- there's a lot of short circuiting wires there. There's just no way there isn't. There's just no way. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I mean, Mia Farrow looks and talks like she just like she she eats Xanax. She's so checked out. That's the thing. And I so I I have to believe that. And I don't want to jump to any judgments, but if these things are true, she's a little complicit just by um, proxy of being kind of a space cadet. Mm, Yeah. Yeah, maybe. And I'm like, I just don't get I mean, I guess I could see how you could like enjoy like fucking Woody Allen, like back in that, like Elaine's day or something like that, <laughs> but like dating long-term and like getting that, like, like, are you really just like riding him like every night with like passion and, and how, fury? How good in the in bed do you think Woody Allen really Yeah. I mean, what kind of, yeah. What, what is he packing that schlong? I uh, probably not. I can't imagine. <laughs> he's probably got a micro penis. <laughs> I'm sure he does. And I'm sure he likes missionary. No way he's into like, Doggy style. Can you imagine Woody Allen doing doggy style? No. It's just like, I, don't I just s- did. And I'm, I don't, I don't want to imagine it. Again. I mean, <laughs> you know, I don't know. You know, these, these are, these are, you know, I mean, I mean, look, by the way, again, I'll also, uh, again, risking, I, I listen to his autobiography and like large, the one that they are going to get sued, or I guess they might get sued over or whatever because they used it in the thing. And it's really fucking funny. I mean, I'm oh, listening um, to it and I'm sure it's amazing. I mean, the man is very talented. He's like a genius. The man is very talented. <laughs> he really is. It's one of those things. That, I mean, he, that's like listening to apropos. I mean, honestly, thinking back to when I was listening to that autobiography, I wish we had done the dipes um, <laughs> experiment then because I was always, I would always really get into it and I didn't want to like, I just, it's one of those things that just was like flew by. He reads it himself and I'd have to take pauses to go to the bathroom Wait, and in retrospect, you know, you know, Woody Allen, I could totally have seen dipes being like a runner in Annie hall. You know, oh, yeah. it's like, yeah, well, totally. of course I wear diapers. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I don't, you know, right. when I'm watching a Fellini film, I don't want to have to go to the bathroom. By the way, by the way, by the way, by the way, Diane, by the way, Diane Keaton is like one of his few supporters. So what I'm smelling is I think we might have to do like Annie Hall two and, you know, everybody comes back, you know, AH2? So with bringing shit back. You know, maybe uh, maybe we see you know Annie Hall at seventy five. Yeah, um, Annie Hall. Eh. Eh? Yeah, no, eh. I liked it. I, I guess I liked it at the time, but like when they showed the clip in the documentary, like the la di da, la di da. Eh. Yeah, I mean, it's a little like eh. I don't know. I like deconstructing Harry better. Well, I mean, I like Match Point and <laughs> I, I uh, do too. You know, uh, Vicky Christina, Vicky Christina, Christina Barcelona, Barcelona. I like Midnight, Midnight Paris. Yeah, I love that. Anyway. Deconstructing Harry. Deconstructing Harry is probably Rose. one of my yeah. favorites. I, I um, eh, any. I like yeah. Annie Hall. I don't think it's, I'm, I wouldn't say it's a bad movie. Of course, that's, it's not a bad movie at all. But like, right. eh, I don't need to rewatch it. Like, I, I've never like no, dying no, no. to rewatch no, Annie no, Hall. I, honestly, I feel the same. Honestly, I feel the same way about Manhattan. Like, other than yeah, the opening. I do. Oh, yeah. The uh, dun, 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 I would. I know. Be, I mean, my, but the top, Deconstructing Harry's Tops, Hannah and Her Sisters, I think, is a masterpiece. Yeah. And that's clearly all about fucking Mia Farrow because that's Mia Farrow's mom is in that movie. Mm. That's her apartment yeah. in that movie. Like, you know, I mean, there is this element where it's like, okay, this woman opened her doors to like this fucking crazy guy. Okay. He was a weirdo. I mean, really they're, they're like a fucking fucked up. Like, I mean, it's crazy that he was allowed to make movies for so long after literally fucking his stepdaughter. Right. Um, I mean, that's <laughs> just, that to me is that, that to me right off the bat is bonkers. You're just like, Oh, hi, this is my, uh, uh st- I mean, my girlfriend, Sunyi. I mean, that's just crazy. And, and um, it, but he got a pass. Don't you agree? Because everybody just saw him as hyper eccentric and they just sort of mm-hmm. looked at it as like, okay, it's so 
certainly weird and like maybe not okay, but like she's of age and it's Woody Allen and he's just this like quirky eccentric. And we, I, I don't know. I think there's like, some he kind of embodies something that we all feel about ourselves because we all just feel like that little twerpy uh, sort of neurotic person that mm. we allowed the the collective cinema going audience like allowed that and almost in some weird bizarre way like celebrated it. Mm. But now when it comes down to the other kids and stuff like that, now we've got now we got a problem. Well, you know the thing is, it's just yes, like now you can't that, now you that, can't. Leave. I also think, but, but I also think Woody Allen. I also think Woody Allen is all, is also been like so many others so many too many to name because he was like a product of like New York and the New York media has always obsessed over like homegrown talent even if it's okay Eddie Burns the Wu-Tang Clan the Brothers brothers McMullen the Brothers McMullen is like like you go back you watch that movie when that movie came back people like oh a fucking authentic voice from Long Island yeah but uh, but uh, but Nick Eddie Burns never doesn't date Chrissy Turlington's kids let's just be clear right there Eddie Burns would never do that they don't suck his thumb the RZA doesn't date his stepdaughter you know, yeah, or like exactly. Lena Dunham comes out with girls. And like ah, I can see girls her. Comes out, reviewers are like, reviewers are like, this chick is better than Anton Chekhov. And you're like, holy shit. Uh, is she? And then you watch it and you're like, where's, where's all this hype yeah, coming from? What are you talking about? And then about? you're like, oh, it's fucking New York media because they're so mm. like, in, they're so in love with the city. And I'm from New York. I understand that love. But when it comes to entertainment, uh, it's always been a fucking pissing contest with people, you know, be- between the West Coast and New York. And if you're in New York and you're Eddie Burns or you're Woody Allen or you're Lena Dunham, <laughs> you can do whatever the fuck you want because you're a genius because you're New Yorker. You're a New Yorker. Uh, you don't knock our towers down. Yeah. We <laughs> build a more tower. Everybody else, you everybody else yeah. is, go fuck yourself. Yeah, well, you know I the mean, thing like, is, really, when Eddie Burns comes out, they're like, they're like Eddie Eddie Burns is the Martin Scorsese of Long Island. This guy's a fucking genius. I guess you know the thing is, it's just like we just we just love movies. Yeah, <laughs> so these guys have gotten away with a lot because, goddamn it, we just love movies so much. It's like right. it's almost like we love movies more than like other people's feelings who were hurt by said filmmakers. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, my cousin Vinny's on TV right now. I like this. I like this better than Annie Hall. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But did this does this director? Uh, <laughs> Is this director a pedophile? <laughs> I mean, if he was, I'd, for, I'd forget about it. <laughs> you okay? All right. What about Joe Pesci? Joe That's Pesci, fair. Joe, Pesci, Joe Pesci's got a Me Too moment coming. Uh, um, oh, by the way, yeah, Joe Pesci just sold his or his house is up for sale. His Jersey Shore house. Mm. It's like Scarface, <laughs> like light. It's weird, and right, there's right. just he has pictures of himself all over the house, That's and it's so weird. <laughs> But it's like it doesn't even look like. I mean, like it's clear that he never hired an interior decorator. <laughs> no. He's just like, I am. What? Do you, yeah, I like. I like this guy. This is fine. Joe Pesci house. Yeah. Because he's, he's, I want a wall to wall with Joe Ooh. Pesci memorabilia. Okay, can you do that? I'm Joe Pesci. Just put yeah. me everywhere. But also the picture that he chose to have of himself is like. It's so tacky. It's like why, like why that picture, the one in the upper left, like that's like a still from Casino, I think, but it says the Enforcer. Yeah, I was like, what the fuck? Oh is no, that? it's like those. You know when you're like in another country and like they have the bootleg <laughs> right, DVDs. Right. That's what he is. Because like they, I remember like I was walking, I forget where it was. Maybe it was in uh, Istanbul, and they were selling movies on the on the street, and it was Magnolia, oh, yeah. and Tom Cruise had a gun. <laughs> <laughs> like another. That was great. Yeah. Um, so oh, and then it was like uh, Red Dragon starring Dustin Hoffman. Yeah, he's not in Red Dragon. Right, <laughs> and, and Dustin Hoffman isn't a person. 
Oh, other it's some, it's some of my favorite movies. So I love far, other so countries are great. Off. Yeah, they, <laughs> there's zero there's zero fucks with the bootleg DVDs. <laughs> so like zero. Dustin Hoffman oh, and Rain Man is better than Dustin Hoffman and Rain Man. It's incredible. It's I wonder what Rain Man would be over there. It's just like Dustin Hoffman with just like rain or, coming. Or, down. Yeah, it's like black. It's just like the Michael Douglas movie <laughs> Black Rain. Yes. So they they get him confused because the by the, the way they by just the way, see Rain. Man, they would not be he would not be allowed to make Rain Man right now. They would they would say that uh, that. He would, Dustin Hoffman would be canceled for misappropriating uh, somebody who is on the spectrum. Oh no! Like, no, well, no yeah. The only way you could make it now is with Temple Grandin. <laughs> like you would have to, which I would pay to see if it was oh, Tom, but, Tom Cruise and Temple Grandin in a in a uh, Rain Man or the social or the Social Network. <laughs> <laughs> well, you talked about that. We talked about Rain Man like two weeks ago or three weeks ago because I made that Trump meme where when he finally has to leave office and it's Raymond like banging his head, his hand against his head because he doesn't want to get on the plane. It's like, yeah, is that autism? He really fucking swings for the fences. I mean, also Sean Penn got a pass for I Am Sam. Yeah, and I mean that That's was right. just like. Yeah. Oh. I mean, that yeah. that's, uncomfortable. That movie, that yeah. is embar- that's embarrassing. That was great. Right. I was I never saw that movie, but I saw the trailer. I was like, I've seen enough. You really, <laughs> you really hams it up in that one. Oh, I know. That, I mean, that yes, movie, he that, does. Like, like that movie, even before those kinds of movies would be like pegged for being offensive, that was just immediately offensive just by the preview. I mean, men, I, like, like I want my kid. People like, like parents oh of like a mentally challenged kid must have been like. This is retarded. <laughs> yeah, no, totally. And you guys are retarded for yeah. not, like what is this? Yeah. Oh my, oh my god. I mean, it's really bad. It's bad. <laughs> oh, it's very bad. It's very embarrassing. Yeah, no. I uh, think, and they don't. I don't. They don't really make many movies. I well, I guess the Peanut Butter Falcon. But that kid is actually. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't. I didn't not like that movie. I mm-hmm. I enjoyed it, and I really liked that kid. And you know what? It's a good example of like, yeah, give these give people with mental challenges a shot because mm. they can kind of nail it and you're going to, whatever the, the effect you want from casting or, or from telling that story, you're going to nail it way harder with an authentically mm. challenged person. Because if that movie had been made in the nineties, it would have been like, Oh, I don't yeah. know. Fred Savage. It would have been Ed Burns. <laughs> <laughs> Ed, Burn, Ed Burns playing a retired, a mentally oh challenged person. Oh. Well, I mean, I guess no, he does no, that. No, that I guess he, he, wait, I guess he is. Ma- he is mentally Jonah challenged. Jonah He's New Yorkly challenged. <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh my god. <laughs> what, are you, what are you talking about? What are these game good boy guys? Yeah. Yeah. A mentally challenged. Fuck those guys. I got. I got. A, I, all right. I got a thirteen ten on my SATs. <laughs> It ain't perfect. I don't want to see you guys anywhere near Tribeca, <laughs> anywhere near uh, Shea Stadium, City Field. But I yeah, mean, if I, I do um, my, if I, if I do my, if I'm doing my research on these fucking clowns, two of these guys lived in a fucking basement in Tribeca. Okay, yeah. I got a fucking loft. All right, I'm um, to But yeah, so but back to Woody Allen. Like, I can't wait for that new new episode because. Okay, I'm not saying like so when he puts the suntan lotion up the mm-hmm. butt crack and he did that to his daughter, right? Mm-hmm. And then he has her suck in his thumb, like, yeah, that's so that's incredibly that weird. I'm wondering disturbing. that was really awful and disturbing, and that doesn't look good. Look, it doesn't look good. I mean, I mean, it's clearly not. So I'm wondering tonight, 
Because, like, what did he? What else did he do that was really? Well, here's dark. the other thing. Because the one of Mia Farrow's friends said that he, she saw Woody holding the baby and it, doing what looked like it was like molestation. But you also have to remember, Woody Allen looks like a pedophile. Mm. So even if he's holding a child normally, you're going to be like, <laughs> get, this, get, get this fucking guy away from children. Yeah, doubt for sure. So you, I mean, I have to see what else is coming because, and then you just don't know because there's so many motive, different motives to do a hit piece it does is Mia Farrow doing this because she feels like it's I don't know that that she needs to do something mm. because she feels so dumb about being so blind to it all these years or she wants to come back yeah well that's what I was wondering it, well I mean I I doubt that's what it is because she seems pretty like chill up in yeah. her like Connecticut <laughs> house and like but and like what does she think she's going to get a part on like the new entourage movie or something <laughs> like it, it's it, it is but it's like it, it's a, it's really scary because it's it, it's scary if what Woody Allen did is true mm. but it's scary that you can make like an artistic hit piece now yeah, like yeah. you can you have the score it's no longer just like a press conference it's like scored mm. it's dramatic it's oh, you got lit your violins, well. you got your piano. it's yeah. like it's shot beautifully and you I mean it is it's almost a narrative film mm-hmm. in a way. Yeah, it's so true. When you see Woody Allen holding a baby, it just looks weird if he was, yeah, if he was holding it regular versus no, if he saw creepy, like... No, he's a creepy looking guy. He's a creepy looking guy. He does. He also looks a lot like Bernie Getz, the fucking lunatic guy who shot, you know, six or seven black kids on the subway around the time Mia Farrow and Woody Allen were telling each other they loved each other by turning the lights on and off of their uh, Central Park facing fancy apartments i mean like bernie gets you know he looks a lot like that he looks like he's a creepy looking guy i mean i always i could never buy it in the movies where he always presented himself as a virile lover of women and just got more and more ridiculous as the years went on as you know he stayed the same he literally is the epitome of matthew mcconaughey and dazed and confused like i i you know i get older but they all stay the same age because that was sort of like what it's like for a slew of woody allen films in the 90s none of them good i mean deconstructing harry he literally it's like a who's who of the hottest actresses of that year mm-hmm. it's like elizabeth shoe it's uh you know it was incredible but uh, was beautiful but if you saw like you know Josh Dumel holding a baby in a kind of a weird way. It'd be like, that's just, just that's just Dumel being Dumel. <laughs> yeah. He can touch my child any way he wants. Yeah. He's totally fine. You know, I mean, you know, if you're skinny with no hair, a little Jewy looking and glasses, this is like, this you is could, like, this is how Donald Trump is going to win. You could literally, you could literally walk you know, in on your kids like, playing Twister naked with Josh Dumel <laughs> and just be like, Oh, Hey Josh, I just, whenever you're done wrapping it up, you know, we'll just, I'm going to have cocktails in the yeah, backyard. Yeah, 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 kids, you guys have, fun with uncle josh yeah, this is jd hey uncle joshy uncle joshy broke out the twister yay <laughs> yeah it's just josh that's just jd yeah, non-cannibal josh <laughs> dumel yeah it's just joshy it's, it's just joshy it's just uncle joshy <laughs> that was great that that when he replaced army hammer in that movie and it's yeah. like a non-cannibal actor josh dumel. that was that was that was up there with uh headless uh bar and top oh uh, headless uh what was it in Head- the new york post headless body and top headless bar. body and top was <laughs> bar and also like that was mm. that was straight out of the New York Post, but it wasn't the New York Post. It was like it was like pop sugar. It was like way to go, pop sugar. Yeah. Like sticking it to him. You're like collider. <laughs> totally, they crushed it on that. We were talking. I think I forget who we were texting with during that Woody Allen uh, movie last Sunday, and it's like, yo, 
for as, as neurotic as he is, I can't believe he did any of this. He, like, he'd be like, I don't, I don't want to be anywhere near my kid because, like, I don't want him to touch my leg and it just make me feel weird. Yeah. Like, for, he's so neurotic. I can't believe he would well, ever go through Well, there's with this that shit. version. What if it is just Woody kind of being an awkward, creepy mm. dude? Yeah. And it just so happened. Now, again, the Soon Yi thing is like, we know he's not afraid to <laughs> date his girlfriend's yeah, yeah. children. I got a lot of pro, I got a lot of pro Woody texts. I got a lot of anti Woody texts, but I got a lot of pro Woody texts who are like, I don't know, man. Woody, I don't know. Mia Farrow, you know, literally, you know, usually like, you know, real got real like macho dude stuff. Like these girls are bonkers. But I just would, I just kept coming back to them being like, okay, okay, maybe, maybe. But one thing we do know is he fucked his stepdaughter. Mm-hmm. Like and then there's like dead silence on the text. You just saw it. Like, I would just see like the ellipses because they wouldn't really know. The super pro Woody guys wouldn't know how to respond to that. Because right. that again to me is so. That's just so. Bon- that is. I mean, not again. Not downplaying or 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 whatever <laughs> with 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 what his daughter is claiming that he did to her. Uh, you know what we. You know, but he's married. He married his stepdaughter. I mean, literally to me, that's crazy. That's just like, oh yeah, we met. How did you guys Stop meet? It. Oh, I, I, her mom. I was dating her mom at the time. She introduced me in the kitchen. And were they married? Not yet. Me, Pharaoh. Oh, she was married to some other. I don't think they were that... legally married, but it was so, like so. It's it in like a gray area. Like yeah, but this old, is the thing. It would be. It would life. totally have been a threat in Californication that that Hank mm. Moody is fucking his girlfriend's daughter. Yeah, that would have really totally been a threat. It makes it creepier because Woody Allen is just by default of his appearance, sort of looks like if he wasn't famous, you would not want him around your family in any no. at whatever age they were. You wouldn't want him anywhere. No, no, you really wouldn't. And I can see yeah. the justification, like the kid is walking around naked he's like I, I just saw like skin and i just wanted to put you know some suntan lotion because i just don't I, the thought of a sunburnt asshole is just really f- freaky to me and i just wanted to help the kid out <laughs> i can totally see him like being like an erotic and justify like justify out <laughs> now i can also see him being a child <laughs> molester no, so it, it really kind of it's a no, he's a child. The needles, the needles <laughs> kind of moving back and forth like this. But he had to have been like going crazy when all this was coming out. Like, or he had to have been, I mean, does he, or is he just like, well, maybe he's a sociopath. Yeah. And that's very possible. He just likes the attention in any way yeah. he gets it. I love how he held the press conference at the plaza. Yeah. <laughs> because he probably lived upstairs. He's <laughs> just like, you know, comes downstairs. <laughs> that was great. That's a great. Well, no, way, what was his way, defense? Again, by the way, again, you know, what's so funny. Like, you know, because I see conspiracies and everything nowadays. You know, the plaza owned by Donald Trump and Woody Allen was a frequent dinner guest at Jeffrey Epstein's. Ooh. Mm. Um, like him and Soon Yi. Him and Soon Yi would he's have got a, He's got to like, finance his film somehow. <laughs> well, definitely. No, definitely. You know, but again, again, you know, it just goes in. I think Q might be on to something. I just think it's the other side that was going for the for the adrenochrome. I mean, because Woody, <laughs> Woody looks the same. Like the funny thing is, is he looks oh, a little bit a more chrome. Oh, he's a chrome head for sure. He, has he definitely is. He's a big time chrome, chrome head. And I got, he's still cranking movies out. Like despite everything, I think. Well, yeah, he's got. What does he got coming out? Uh, he's gonna have some hard times with distribution on this. I mean, one. Riff- yeah, no, I he has a movie. He has a movie that with a like with Timothy Calmetti, but um, <laughs> Rifkin's um, Rifkin's but, Festival. Wallace, oh, so he can only get Wallace Shawn. And oh yeah, I, I mean, I'm sure the caliber of actor <laughs> is, Wallace Shawn, who has Wallace gone Shawn, down. Who would, it would not surprise me. Gina Gershon. 
Yeah, he's next. Wow, this is a this is an interesting cast. He's got Wallace Shawn, Bobby Slayton, that kind of like. Uh, what are you talking about, comedian? Like, who's this guy? What is he? he was right. like, he played uh, uh, Joey Bishop in the Rat Pack. Okay, movie. Uh, Gina Gershon, uh, Richard Kind. Eh, stars uh, aren't lining up for that one. Well, Richard Kind also looks like a, uh, a yeah, pedophile. Okay, a rainy day in New York came out last year. Yeah, that's Chalamet, Al Fanning, Liev Schreiber. That, but that was again. That was 2019. But still, like, but he still had a lot of. Yeah, right. uh, there was still a lot of controversial because I think R- not Ronan, but who's the redhead? I think one of them c- had come out about it. But it was just. It's all inconclusive because Woody's just. He's just a weirdo, anyways. He's just Woody. Well, apparently, <laughs> apparently, again, apparently, again, apparently, some of the some of these people are, are going to get really like not from what I've read of the reviews. Like, apparently, I read like Scarlett Johansson comes off really, really badly in this documentary. Um, you know, I don't know. Again, I don't, you know, again, I don't know. The funny <laughs> again, the thing is, is once again, I will continue to point out the only thing, that, the other thing that's really irritating about this documentary, but it's kind of interesting, is is that. It's, it, HBO Max just pumps out these fantastic fucking documentaries. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. like, you know, I mean, yep. Jesus. Uh, shout out. Yeah, they're, they're, shout, they're, out, they're, shout out to HBO Max. Like, I'd be quaking in my boots if I was Netflix. Netflix has, yeah. Easy. Netflix has company. They're, HBO's really fucking just rolling them out. Murder on Middle Beach. Uh, this one. Because the Netflix, the Cecil Hotel one was just like, I mean, I loved it because of our kind of connection mm-hmm. to that, but. A lot of people just didn't really like that documentary. It got boring. You know, they should have made it two episodes because the really cool stuff was in episode three and four. And most mm. people I talked to are like, I was bored after the second Shame. episode. Well, the other thing, the, the other thing that's interesting about the Mia Farrow Woody Allen thing is like HBO Max is doing it like once a week, so it creates like the cooler talk thing, which also sort of to me signals it's sort of an interesting time where. You know, you feel like there's a light at the end of the tunnel to this whole pandemic, and like we're kind of uh, re reemerging. There just feels like we have forward momentum, kind of coming back to normalcy. But other than Korean barbecue, I don't want to go back to normal. I was literally <laughs> right. thinking yeah, about I gotta agree. If they just close like, all restaurants except Korean barbecue, <laughs> yeah. As long as the Korean barbecue restaurants are open, I'll be. That's I mean, the only restaurant. Well, I kind of miss the singing carolers at uh, Laurie's. Oh, oh, oh yeah, that place Laurie's. Yeah, I hope they reopen. But I was thinking, like, I was sort of, I was sort of like, I've, I've been, I've been walking around. Uh, um, these verdant, these verdant spring fields in Virginia, and I was sort of thinking the other day. I was like, "Well, let me think about this for a second. Like, I do some gig work, then I get back on unemployment, which is like bumped up because of the government. I don't really have to see anybody. I kind of like this lockdown. Yeah. Now I know mm-hmm. there's a lot of people. I know there's a lot of people who are like, "Oh, I just want to get back to normal," or oh, "I just want to get you know." But I'm like, "What's normal? Like, I mean, I don't want to go back to fucking anything that really." <laughs> Other than Korean barbecue and hanging out with you guys indoors, I, I kind of don't uh, want to do anything either. I'm I don't kinda, do anything I, whether I, there's a virus or not. I would be happy if you told me that the government would give me fourteen hundred bucks every two weeks. You never have to work again, and you can literally just lounge and pod with with uh, HGV. Yeah, no, yeah, I work. I literally I work out on Zoom. I can literally like the guy that I trained with. He, I was like, so uh, things seem to be getting better. Are you opening your gym? He goes, no way, no way. I got I got so many clients now i see my family now i'm at home i just do this with you guys on zoom i'm like oh my god and then i'm like i sort of like i realized like you know for a long time 
people were like, oh, Dr. Fauci is like insane and, and, and these doctors are insane. They, they do these lockdowns because for population control and all this shit. And at first I'm like, okay, maybe. And then I'm like, well, Fauci's kind of like, a, kind of probably like an intense dude, probably doesn't have a lot of friends, doesn't have much of a personal life. So locking shit down might be uh, a good thing for him to sort of make the world see the world as he sees it. But then I'm like, but it's better this way because I don't have to see anybody. Other yeah. Than, yeah Ms. Hey, Maria you Margaret. know, by the way, I wouldn't want Fauci playing Twister with my kids. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, no, 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 no. He's kind of got that Woody. If he wasn't Fauci, like I would just be like, I don't know about this guy. Yeah. He's kind of You know what he isn't? He's not hot ta 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 He is not hot ta 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 He is no Richard Ramirez. I bet hanging out. Now would you let Richard Ramirez play Twister with your kids? <laughs> just bring the bring the uh, the twister set and your kids to the conjugal visit. <laughs> oh man! Hey, Rich. But wait, um, uh, yeah, do- Doctor Fashion would be kind of a tough hang because, it, like, say you were just hanging out with him or you were talking to him at a party, like randomly, to be like, uh, so, like, what do you think about, like, you know, the Nationals' chances this year? And he would probably give one of those, like, well, the thing about it is, it's like he'd give one of those like long winded answers. Yeah, he has, he's got a problem answering questions. He also, I would hate to see his like casual party drip because you know he's got like a little bit more swagger since uh, Hot Nineteen hit, and <laughs> yeah. he like he tries to like wear like nicer shirts, but like still tucked into dad <laughs> jeans with like a belt that doesn't match the shoes. I told him totally. But he, hey, Anthony, he gives those just long winded answers like, well, the thing about baseball you got to understand is that for me, if I was going to get into it, I would first have to like he's he can never really get to the point. Right. He like really has like this big preamble. And yeah, then he answers the, the point. And it's like, dude, I mean, I like Dr. Fauci, but still it's like. He's got to do a better no, job no, answering no, no, questions. It'd be, no, no, it'd be, it would be intim- it would be intimidating because it was like literally like like or you'd, you'd you'd like step all over what you said. I met Malcolm Gladwell at a party once, and I was like, uh, "So, Malcolm, tell me, you know, you've got this. There's this power where you're where you're actually thinking without thinking." And I just sort of trailed off, like looking at him, like he was going to somehow like engage me in some deep conversation. And you could just tell in his mind, it was like, fuck this fucking idiot. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, you know, I, I, I actually, that's why I'm, I'm happy the restaurants are open. Cause I do like COVID dining because it feels, it feels like there's something invigorating about going out to dinner. And like, you have to like take a picture of the menu mm-hmm. and you got to wear your mask to the bathroom. It feels very like kind of dangerous and like yeah. risky. That's kind of what well, I like about it. It also feels dangerous at Ten Rock Korean barbecue. Cause you don't have to take a picture of the menu. They're oh, perfectly yeah. happy with like you putting your fingers all <laughs> no, over that. That's a great cake. point. They really are. I mean, when they, when they hand it down, it looks like a crime scene. There's like prints all over the fucking thing. I forgot that. That's so true. Yeah. Every restaurant you got to take, a picture they oh, that's great <laughs> that, that, oh, i love that place okay I, I need to get go there again soon oh um, i fucking love that well place. not to get yeah, yeah, I, it's first I, no, literally 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 that's the first stop the second it's like literally i'm gonna I, as soon as i get as soon as i get pumped with some of this vats I'm, I'm gonna go right as soon as I get back to LA I'm going to Korean barbecue with or without Vax I don't even care and you know, well, I, I take back my chirping of the Johnson and Johnson like it sounds like that vaccine is the fucking the captain now. Mm-hmm. Arkad Ahmed just uh, dis- distributes them. <laughs> it seems like it just seems really effective. And you only need one dose. Yeah. I can get done with that. Well, all right. So, so where, <laughs> yeah. Okay. But speaking, speaking of getting one doses and, and, and so I become like what I, I've, I've nicknamed myself uh, the Vax Vulture. So like they're giving out, you know, vaccines 
in one of the towns close to where I live. <laughs> and um, clearly, clearly, there, you know, there's a sweet provincialism uh, around where I am because no one's ever seen someone as aggressive as me who I'm just like, lines fuck the lines like groups fuck the groups and i've heard enough stories about people getting extra vaccines so i've been showing up at this pharmacy in this grocery store a couple times a week by the way because a couple of the fucking 30 year old uh, cash register people told me they're, they're like i ain't getting no i ain't getting that vaccine they ain't done enough studies on it so i'll go up and i'll be like hey you got Got any extra vax back there? And they're like, "Oh my, what? No, we're still only we're still only doing above sixty five, sir." I'm like, "Okay, well, you know, I, yeah, I hear you know that's ages." And there's a lot of vaccine. You know these vaccine hunters. Mm-hmm. It's like, dude, wait your fucking turn. Yeah. Like, keep wearing your mask and keep your distance. Wait your turn. I mean, seriously, I want it too, but. Fucking wait your turn, vaccine hunters. Well, like, yeah, that somebody had texted that you can go to, if you <laughs> if you go wait at the at the center in like Compton at five a.m. You get what they're going to throw in the dumpster at four p.m. <laughs> I'd rather have COVID. <laughs> well, well, you know, look, 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 look. I mean, look. I mean, look, like look, the shit about the shit about look the shit about people going to lower income neighborhoods and like snagging those vaccines. Mm-hmm. I mean, look, I'm, uh, you know, because I've got, because I, because I have Nick's got exceptionalism. What I'm doing is totally different. I'm just going to no, but, um, no, but, um, but no, I don't, <laughs> that shit's fucked up. I mean, I don't, I mean, I guess, I don't know, man. This all, by the way, also like while everyone's waiting to, for the more vaccine, there is a bit of like feeling of like the fall of Saigon, 1975. You gotta, you know, move, 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 you know, um, because that's what it feels like. It feels like a fucking race to July. Um, it's kind of the new like toilet paper. Like people uh, yeah, are a little bit. Yeah. But like it is and it isn't. You're gonna get your vaccine. It is isn't. But it's the one thing. It's the first thing in America has gotten right in this whole fucking pandemic. Like, and that's and I, you know, again, like. I hate fucking Trump and I know that we're, you know, we're competing with him right now because he's giving his speech at CPAC right now. But, you know, we got 2.6 million vaccines into people's arms yesterday. We are we we account for one third of the world's vaccine distribution. And so at least for the first time, on the, I do think there is a feeling finally of like, fuck, yeah. America feels a little team police, world police, whatever team mm-hmm. America, because I, you know, you know, everyone's out there getting these vaccines. I, I don't know. I'm, so I'm sort of like, let's go. Everyone just got to keep going. Yeah. Yeah. We're just, wanna, yeah you know, they're going to come. They're going to come. You don't need to be a vaccine hunter. Yeah. To have some compassion. They're like, let's get them to the older people and the frontline workers and da, 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 da. And, <laughs> and let's your, get, let's your get Woody Allen's vaccinated <laughs> first. <laughs> you know, you your parents. Yeah, vaccinated. Woody, Allen, Woody Allen's definitely got to get, please. Woody Allen's got to go ahead of me. Now that's a real question. If you're in line and there's one vaccine left and it's you and Woody Allen, what do you do? I give it to Woody because I want to see that. <laughs> but also another movie he's got. <laughs> yeah. Well, I want to see how it all shakes out. <laughs> you want to see Dawn in Paris? <laughs> right, after, right after midnight in Paris. Uh, vac- yeah, getting would, vaccinated in Paris. What would that be like Dawn in Paris? He he, uh, he goes to that church and the bell rings and then like, I don't know, like a car flies up. Like not like. Yeah. He like goes flying. to the future. Yeah. Wait, that would be. I want, Yeah. Owen Wilson signs on to Dawn in Paris. Or he goes back to like. Uh, <laughs> 
He goes back to like, I don't know, LA in the eighties. <laughs> you know, he could have, it's like Don Simpson. No, you else. know what? If I don't know if Woody Allen's going to make it through this, I have a feeling he's not going to, but if he does, I would have liked that Paris franchise to do more. It mm. could have been like the new, like uh, back to the future kind of thing. It totally could have. Yeah. He could have, Owen Wilson could have gone to all different times in history. <laughs> Whoa. Awesome. Like, uh, now that's a funny, that, now that is a funny fucking thing. I never, I, I just You're got Jesus. Into joke. Doc Brown, <laughs> oh, Doc Brown whoa. Oh, Owen Wilson. Honey, you don't understand. I went to this bar and I was hanging out with the apostles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that could, that could be fun. And then you just make like the fifth one. It's like Steven, it's like Stephen Baldwin. Yeah. I'm still waiting for Stephen Baldwin to be in like in the next Eddie Burns movie. Like he seems ripe. He seems ripe. We got for, Stephen uh, Baldwin. Uh, Stephen Baldwin is see ready to be plucked, plucked from Christian obscurity <laughs> and put into the next Eddie Burns. He's least, a firefighter looking for the girl of his dreams. <laughs> at least Daniel Baldwin. Like at least one of them. William Baldwin. He should get a, like William Baldwin's totally ready for a uh, yeah. Totally ready for an Ed Burns. I mean, movie. the Baldwins are ready for a reality show. <laughs> yeah, they really are. All right. Big news. Yeah, huge news. Huge. Major. Like the biggest ever. Like bigger the than the vaccine. Bigger. <laughs> uh, way bigger than the vaccine. We got, well, so Pachamama is still our sponsor. Mm-hmm. And they're still Pachamama. They're still the best CBD you can buy. But In the world. They've got a new website. Mm-hmm. It's PachamamaCBD.com. So that's P-A-C-H-A-M-A-M-A-C-B-D.com. And if you type in Camp 20. 20 going to get 20% off. No longer 15. We've, we've moved up in the world. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to get a nice 20% discount. I mean, that's great. Yeah. 20% off. You can put that money towards more CBD. That's the thing, especially when it's um, multi-award. It's still multi-award. Winning. Yeah. And they haven't still- lost any awards. In fact, they're going to get a discount award. <laughs> yeah. It's still organically grown. Uh, it's still triple lab tested. It's still clean label certified and purity awarded by the clean label project. So, mm-hmm. Still the great product, and you can get a, get a bigger discount. And it still hits like it should maybe not be fully legal. <laughs> yeah. It is a really like powerful CBD because there's always people that are like, "Can you feel CBD? Like, can you mm. really?" Feel? For, frankly, I can because mm. I'm uh, sensitive to cannabis. But Pachamama is like, I mean, I I like it for CBD reasons. I take some before I go out. I use it almost like Ooh. recreationally. Hmm. Yeah. I wow. Yeah. I mean, I guess like. So like really like the, but it's like the one drop is really all you need. I take like the half of the squirter, the, right. the, 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 uh, the tincture, the, the tincture, Cause I, I know the, thing. Yeah, I the squirter. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if people like do CBD before like job interviews. Um, sometimes I actually find this CBD is so good that it relaxes me so much that when I, if I were to do some kind of like work thing, people are wondering if I'm on heroin. <laughs> well, yeah, that would be interesting if you take CBD before a job interview and you just start like Falling rambling, asleep. rambling about, yeah. like, about like the secrets uh, of the universe. About jazz. <laughs> yeah. Dude, um, you know, when bird, <laughs> when bird plays his horn, so train. Um, so yeah, it's wow. still, still the great product. Uh, you got you a little habit. <laughs> God, if only those jazz musicians could have got CBD, they'd probably still be alive, uh-huh. but their music would have sucked. Maybe it would have. So heroin anyway, a big part. Well then when they lost the heroin, it turned into smooth jazz, <laughs> which I love. Yeah, I do too. Um, so instead of artificially flavoring, um, their tinctures, they pair them with nutrient rich superfoods. Our super food ingredients are ethically sourced from around the world. So it's still the great product. Mm-hmm. So instead of enjoy Pachamama, which is still their Instagram. And handle, you still are going to enjoy it. Yeah. No, that that's still there. So mm-hmm. instead of that, you're going to now go to, like I said, Pachamama CBD.com. 
P-A-C-H-A-M-A-M-A-C-B-D.com. Camp two, 20. Two zero. Two zero. Camp two zero. At this rate, it's, in, in, in a few years at this rate, it's going to be just Camp 100. And you're just going to be free for all Camp Good Boy listeners. <laughs> yeah, really. In a perfect world. So a yeah, can dream. We're all, everyone's moving up in the world. And yeah. uh, Camp 20 feels good. Yeah. All right, now back to the show. So <laughs> while we're on the subject of New Yorkers with allegations, I don't want to read too much into the Andrew Cuomo stuff because it's still, you know, it's still in the early stages. How do you think Chris Cuomo handles this? Doesn't mention it. You don't think he mentions it? No way. He's not going to bring up Ma's meatballs and how... Uh, <laughs> I bet he doesn't. I bet he won't. Oh, man, I don't know. Chris Cuomo's in a tough He's in a tough spot right now. Yeah, he is. He's in a really tight spot. Again, by the way, by the way, Andrew Cuomo is fucking toast. He's like, it's so fu- he's The guy is fucking toast. But that's family. Yeah, but that's, yeah. That's family. And you don't go against the family. <laughs> He'll probably try to justify it like that. Like, it's like, relax, fucking. He would, no, that's what I'm saying. He either doesn't say anything or he's really bro douche about it. Wait, let's see. Or, because if he goes after, uh, if he goes after him, I feel like even like their mother would be like, Chris, you're not in, you're not welcome in my house ever again. Yeah. <laughs> you, leave your, you leave your brother alone. I mean, look, look, well, again, now, 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 again, here's what I would say. While I, this is another, this is a perfect example of Democrats in the left, though, once again. Is it, uh, is Andrew Cuomo guilty? Yeah, I'm sure. That, I mean, like, that, I read the article that chick, the girl today and like the, the way the conversation the verbiage <laughs> and and then and then my but you know here we go again where I'm literally like okay Cuomo I, I have over under I think Cuomo resigns in the month I can see that um but once again once again I want I want to do I mean I, don't, I have to both sides this but I will both sides this the guy who's talking at CPAC right now, who where, where they made a gold statue of him in flip flops and an American flag bathing suit, and you know by the way, like Trump out of the ecosphere, like life is really back to normal to, in that regard. But that guy had like fifty people accuse him of some form of sexual assault and molestation and rape, and there's a twelve year old. There's a woman, a Jane Doe out there who said that he uh, forcibly raped her and beat her when she was 12 at an Jeffrey Epstein party. Um, This fucking guy is talking about running for president again in 2024. So it's just to me, I'm like, when we eat out, when when Democrats and libs eat their own, I get it. You, I guess, you guess that's important, but. Everybody, but then there should be no fucking no uh, whatever. Don't don't give don't give any any ground to any of these other guys because like Trump Trump's whole side is filled with pedophiles and rapists and creepos. Both sides are. Mm-hmm. Chris Cuomo well, probably going to take because once you taste the adrenochrome, Phil, you don't go back, man. Yeah. It's like, I think Chris it's Cuomo, like, you know, we're 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 you're, we're talking about vax hunters. Those guys are chrome hunters. Um, <laughs> you know, it's a dangerous world out there. I think Chris Cuomo's probably going to do. He'll probably do some like uh, snaky move where he like takes a leave of absence so he doesn't have to talk about it. Right. He gives it to Don Lemon. Literally, I don't think he has the balls to go after an- his brother. I think he's terrified of Andrew Cuomo, <laughs> and I feel like Andrew Cuomo would like have him clipped, <laughs> or, or he just. Maybe. really 
really leans into it. He's like, now it's official. Now it's official, Andrew. I'm Ma's favorite son. (laughs) Yeah. Well, he did this thing. He actually has a chance to kind of redeem himself of being like just the most insufferable fucking guy. Mm -hmm. He could, if he's just like, I, this is like I'm going after my brother. I like fuck it. I don't care, and that kind of helps bring him down because it's like this is the right thing to do. Wow! And he kind of has a moment where it's like, wow, Chris Cuomo really fucking jumped on the grenade here. <laughs> this is his chance to kind this. of lose the Fredo uh, stereotype and right. kind of be like stand up. He's kind of pro- like he be might a man. like be looking forward to. This it. is like his Cronkite moment. Yeah, <laughs> like, this is his big moment to do maybe do something. And this is also Andrew's moment to actually kill Fredo. <laughs> So, so, so Chris, don't take any fishing invitations from uh, Andrew anytime soon up at Lake George. Totally. Yeah, t- yeah, give, give the hard, yeah. give the hard, que- give the hard questions. Cooper, you just, okay? they just go out there just saying Hail Marys and uh, yeah, you just, Andrew's in the window. He just puts his head down. Oh man, that would be, I'll see that. That's the thing. I'm sure he's terrified, but no, this is his chance to be like, yeah, he goes against the family. Well, it, that it's really, it, in a way, it is his Fredo moment. If yeah. he turn, if he if he turns his brother, if he goes against his brother, I knew it was you, Chris. Yeah. Oh man. He broke oh back. hell oh, yeah! Vegas vacation. Oh, this I, movie's fucking. I teased. love this movie so much. Yeah, <laughs> it's so good. Um, by the way, I actually so the, yeah, they snapped Jonah Hill surfing. And I love that I'm so ha- I let, I'm all for the body positive message, but I did kind of detect it was kind of a weird flex, but okay. Let's see. Because he uh, Jonah Hill looks great shirtless. Right. Oh, I mean, wait, I didn't even I, I saw. Yeah, first of all, he's a surf. good surfer, and like he's he's worked out, and he's like just buff and uh, big. He looks like a big like Ar- he looks like an Arme- Armenian like bouncer. <laughs> he kind of does. I like so uh, I didn't really get what was going. It was it kind of fell into weird flex, but okay for me because like nobody was sh- body shaming you in the uh, sun. Hmm. They just took a picture of you taking your wetsuit off, and you look good. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It does. So I kind of felt like he was kind of. It was kind of a humble brag to me. Wow. Directs a Vampire Weekend video once. Now he's got blonde hair. Yeah. <laughs> and there's a lot of pictures of him like sort of flexing with his wetsuit on because I think he's ready to be snapped by the pop. Yeah. And and like hoping because there, there's nothing really to rip on about that anymore. I'm 37 and finally love and accept myself. This isn't a good for me post, and it's definitely not a feel bad for I, me. See, post. but I think it's a good for me post. It's for the kids who don't take their shirt off at the pool. Have fun. You're wonderful and awesome and perfect. All my love. Eh, there you go, Jonah. And as a kid who didn't take his shirt off at the pool, like I like what he said. You know, yeah. again, I as a man who doesn't take his shirt off during sex, I was happy. <laughs> yeah. I like God. I, I kind of think the shirt at the pool is kind of a good look. I think the shirt during sex is a good look. <laughs> it, it, it kind of is. It totally was socks. I think it, I think it, I think it, I think shirt. Look, don't jump in the pool with the shirt on. That's not a good look. But I think immediately getting out of the pool and throwing a shirt on, totally fine. But yeah. I think we're like entering. Look. Again, there's this interesting zone we're sort of like we're sort of headed to. Like I'm, I'm actually like very positive. I think things are really turning around. Like things feel better. And regardless of whether or not you know, you know, everyone's waiting for their turn in the vax, whatever. This thing is coming to an end. Mm-hmm. I think we're going to so. be stepping in. I think we're stepping into a really fucking great moment in life. Um, in terms of like the way our culture is going to sort of have to like come back and the way that fucking, I think it's going to be a fucking rage fest. I think this 4th of July 
if you find the, the most of the country has herd immunity, it's going to be the greatest Fourth of July in the history of Fourth of Julys. Mm-hmm. And I don't even mean that in like I don't even mean that as like a rah rah Americanism. Like I think we're heading into like that sort of hedonistic balls to the wall explosion of life that happened right before AIDS and at the end of the Vietnam War. You know, like seventy four, seventy five to oh, yeah. uh, you know 7980 you know mm. studio 54 people were just going crazy like <laughs> yeah. come on people knew people had to know the cocaine was bad for you people already knew smoking was bad for you david bowie was like a two pack of smoker a day guy uh, and then aids but, was uh, like let's not have too much fun. Yeah. <laughs> it was a pure fuck all it was a pure fuck all like fuck it all end of times kind of feeling like back then before aids it was like you know, Russia, America, they, you know, we could, they could end the world with a push of a button. So let's just fucking go crazy. And now it's sort of like, oh, shit. Like we've all just lived through those of us who have who have survived and and those people who got sick and who survived. Like this is a once in a 100 year event. Mm, yeah, it's exciting. I mean, I was talking about it. My dad got that. Va- my dad got vaxxed. And he came down and visited me on the farm that I was at. And he was saying, he's like, this is all they're going to talk about for the rest of my life. He's like, I'm around for 10, 10, 15 more years. This is all every fucking dinner party I go to. What did you do? What did you do for that one fucking year or that one year and a half? And he's like, you know. And your fucking kids, like, there'll be this weird blip, and they'll tell their fucking grandkids. It's like, well, let me tell you. Like, I was, like, Zoom classing, so it's like – we're all sort of coming. I feel it like the end of this crazy fucking year. But it, it, like it is it, it, the energy yeah. has shifted, which is sort of my I've pitched my apocalypse theory. But it's also like you're, we're also watching like it's like all right, Woody check, mm. Trump check, mm. Weinstein check. We got all the pieces of shit mm-hmm. out of the thing. Like anything that's moving into this new like the whole the whole it's just, there's a different feeling in the air. Yeah, we've moved out of that this portal, this dark portal that we were in. Well, I remember we were doing the pod in like May and I was even saying like there's a light at the end of the tunnel but I was way off. Oh yeah. I was way yeah. fucking off. Yeah. You, you, you were still you were still trying to get in the Holland Tunnel. You were like you were still in Jersey. <laughs> no, I was like that Sylvester yeah, Stallone yeah, you know, movie we were, yeah, we were, yeah, yeah, no, dude, no, no. We we were even, we weren't even close. I mean, no. Literally like we I I was listening to an earlier pod episode we did like last May, we did one right around right. I feel like we did one right after the first <laughs> wave of George Floyd riots, and mm. we were like, "Oh, I don't know, man. Things will things will turn around." Actually, in, like in my and defense, you said the world was going to end after that. Actually, you know um, what though? In my defense, kind of. If you look at the the trends in April and May when we were locked down. We actually did flatten the curve. Mm-hmm. The problem is we, we fucking opened up too soon. Yeah, <laughs> Korean bar- the problem is Korean barbecue. Kind okay. of. No, we opened up back soon, but we actually did the things were going down. And then, you know, look, the, the, a lot, all the marches and protests, like, you know, that didn't help. Yeah. I mean, that's, that didn't help, but like, you know, that didn't help. That didn't help. <laughs> that, that, and then that, that didn't help corner. It just didn't. I mean, it yeah. really, it didn't, but like, um, but, it, but you know, whatever. And then, yeah, we opened up too. we just opened up too soon. We just opened up too. So like, no, we actually were doing good kind of, but no, now that we have the vaccines, it's never going to be as bad as it was last year. There's only one way to go up is, is up right now. 
Totally. So I don't know, but I know so, there is. Well, so your move, yeah. uh, ISIS. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like I'll watch like a basketball game at night, and look, there's there there's fucking fans in there, and that's an mm-hmm. indoor. That's indoor, but you have to wear your mask and everything's distant. So it's like just seeing fans in the stands at like an indoor game. Like in football, those were outdoors. So like I got that. But the indoors now having fans, it's kind of like, there we go. Mm-hmm. All right. Hashtag there we go. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag the indoor games. <laughs> I think Chevy. So, yeah. We're, we're, we're getting there. Yeah. We're Chevy. Because Chevy's funny again in um, Vegas Vacation. Yeah, I think he like got back on Vikes and Perks <laughs> for one more movie. I think he was just like, you know what? I'm not funny when I'm not on drugs. I'm just going to get back on painkillers for one more film. <laughs> I think you might be right. He is oh, funny. Oh, no, no. You know, a lot of. Yes. You know, it's funny. A lot of what She's got hot. me thinking was yeah. a random, random movie on HBO Max that I watched watched today that brought back some good memories spies like us uh like chevy's fucking hilarious in that movie i mean in like in a sort of way i mean it wasn't as funny as the last time i rewatched it but still it's shit is enjoyable mm-hmm. uh speaking of chevy chase um but you know um i just love how because i mean clark griswold is like the best guy and i love how big of a fucking degenerate gambler he is in this movie right <laughs> he loses like all their money it's so good well he always um he always goes to the dark side the vacation movies when the vacation doesn't plan out just like he wants it it would be funny if he really snaps in the next one and he just goes on a killing spree (laughs) david gordon green (laughs) (laughs) it's like a really really it's like really somber like uh like fox catcher it's like it's fox catcher in tone you know we we want to we want to bring back the things that we love about the vacation films like Oh, they you know, like Ben Miller directs it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they man. get yeah, and they get uh, Randy Quaid to be cousin Eddie. And <laughs> he's like he's all like, oxyed out. Yeah. <laughs> right. Oh no, they like make a real, <laughs> make a real movie. Yeah. Oh, that'd be great. Milwaukee I, I vacation. This. He, he, I love it. He's got his hand covered in the blue like water from the airplane toilet. He's just like I'm a pen explode. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, this movie's great. I love it. And by the way, don't sleep on Fletch too. Fletch lives. Ah, yeah, I I it's find Fletch moments. lives. It's got its moments. <laughs> his wife said that his personality is closest to Fletch, and that uh, I believe. Sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But his uh, Ch- Chevy definitely lost his charm. I mean, I know people like him on Community. I frankly haven't seen it. Um, but don't sleep on Nindy McCaddyshack too. No, I like. I used he's, to find him Caddyshack too. He's great. Too. And yeah. He's tan in that. He is great in that. Dan Aykroyd. Dan Aykroyd is not great no, in Caddyshack. Dan Aykroyd's terrible. Oh, he's yeah, he's bad. And Jackie Mason's pretty insufferable in that. But like Diane Cannon's uh, great. Robert Jackie Stack Mason. Wait, here's a here's a question. I mean, you know, I'll probably get canceled by all the Jackie Mason fans that listen to Camp Goodboy. <laughs> he's still alive. Is he still alive? Uh, I think he is actually. Yeah, they're gonna bring him back for Caddyshack three. <laughs> Jack Hartunian. <laughs> Wait, I think he's a fun I think he's alive. He farts in the bathtub and bites the bubbles. Uh, yeah, he's alive. He's ninety-two. I mean, he'll, oh wow. Well, no, clearly, because clearly he's alive. Oh, he he didn't do the first I saw chat. him at a diner in New York. Oh, that's right. I mean, oh yeah, you were you, you were no, there? but I just remember you telling me. Yeah, I used to do stand-up with his daughter Sheba. Hmm. Uh, oh, that's well, Jackie's alive Mason, because yeah. he didn't do cool the name. first Caddyshack. Very cool. I didn't realize that Rodney Dangerfield was a degenerate coquette. Oh, uh, I was reading I, that the other day, like the filming of of the first Caddyshack. They did it in Florida, and everyone was just fucking doing rails day in and day out. 
Oh my God. Um, I think that set was like, just a free for all. You see it in uh, Rodney's <laughs> eyes in that. <laughs> yeah. And just his, I mean, he looks coked up in that movie. Like, yeah. or he behaves like he's coked up. Yeah. He's got that, like, he's, he's just throwing money at the He's band. dancing to journey. Yeah. <laughs> now I know why tigers eat their young. He's totally coked up. You know who I'd like yeah. to hang out with? Um, Who's the, who's the, are you going to eat your fat spalled? Oh my God. Yeah. yeah. That movie's great. He was the only guy not doing Coke on that movie. What was his name? Fred Knight from the Mary. Uh, oh, Ted Knight. Mary. Oh, he's great. Ted Knight. Yeah. Ted Knight from the Mary Louise. And Parker then my show. first, when I was trying to do that, when I was Mary trying Tyler to Moore show, not Mary Louise Parker. When I was show, trying so. to be an actor in New York, my first acting coach was Ted Knight's daughter. Ah, <laughs> yeah, I was like, Oh, you got, you got all the daughters of the, of the Caddyshack. The Phil Murphy, the <laughs> Phil Murphy, uh, standup comedian. I had, a, I had a lot yeah. of interesting encounters like that in New York City because, like, Jackie did the joke, man, mm-hmm. from Howard Stern. was, like, mm-hmm. one of my co- first friends that I made mm-hmm. at post-college. My first friend post-college was a 65-year-old guy. From Stern. <laughs> yeah. But we were, like, really good friends. Yeah. Uh, he went out to his house out in... Um, yeah, I went to one of his Fourth of July party. He gave me, yeah. like, weed all the time. He mm-hmm. was, like, the nicest dude. Shout and out then, Jackie Martin. Yeah, I did stand up with Shout Sheila Mason. Mm-hmm. Ted Knight's daughter was my acting teacher. I don't know. No, no, no. That, listen, that's the one... Look, that's, look, that's the one thing you get in uh, New York that you don't get in LA. Like in LA, you meet some like, you know, you know, usually if like a friend of yours is fucking them, you'll meet like a semi-successful actor or writer. In New York, there's like a lot of good people that are just like, I mean, like I, I used to hang out with Peter Rieger for years, the guy from Animal House. Um, who was like uh, Karen Allen's boyfriend. He was in The Sopranos. He had this great like penthouse apartment on the Upper West Side. And like my, my friends were neighbors and I went up to, I went up to, we used to smoke on the roof and then one day I walked by, his door was open, he was smoking cigarettes. He's like, what the hell are you doing? Oh, is that, we like that. you mean assembly assemblyman Zellman in uh, the Sopranos? Yeah, P- yeah, that <laughs> yeah. guy, yeah, Peter Rieger. And we just started hanging out. He was like my buddy, and I remember being like, "Hey, this is, you know, New York." You like hey, Burt Young was another guy, uh, Paulie Ooh. from Rocky. No, you know what LA, you know what LA is? It's like, oh, my kids go to the same school as Flea's daughter. Right. <laughs> That's like so the LA true. version. No, like, no, no, oh, it's so true. oh f- I, I pick up my daughter and Flea is there. <laughs> yeah, I remember. Or yeah, I was at the frolic room and like uh, that drunk Tony was like, you know who that is, bro? You know who that is? Her, his mom was the girl who gets killed in Jaws. Oh yeah, so you get that. Yeah, that, that, that was cool. I was like, I remember that. oh, I thought you were gonna say he's like Brad Pitt's <laughs> son or something. Like that's no. I mean, LA's got say that was, but that was kind of funny. Like this kid's mom was the yeah in the opening of Jaws. That mm-hmm. you do get, you do get some of those weird things in LA like yeah. oh that's kind of cool I don't really care but eh. right. it was one of those like ah ah oh okay but then hey, I was like what? what am I supposed oh. to do with that information like am I supposed to go buy this guy a drink or like go Listen, ocean swimming with him you want to go night swimming yeah no it's true I'm not gonna be happy unless my kids go to school with Mikey fucking McGlone. End of story. Okay, like that kid. If I, if my, if my kids go to Mike McGlone's daughter's school. I'm happy. Okay? I will not have my kids doing school on Zoom. We're just gonna take yeah, a break. It out. And when PS three forty five opens, <laughs> they're gonna go back to school normally. No, <laughs> do they have kids? We're not doing Zoom school with Turlington. She put up a little bit of a fight. I put her in her place. I didn't raise my hand to her, but she understands I'm a New York guy. Uh, no kid. Oh, they. Oh, yeah. Grace Burns and Finn Burns. Yeah, of course. I mean, you know that, that kid was, was born with like a, a newsboy a cap. <laughs> Some shit gets down. She, she gets loose. You know what's yeah. what's what's Turlington, what's Turlington known for? What was her? She's a model. Yeah. She, oh, okay. Got it. 
She was my. She was part. She was one of the and yeah, riding she was like Big Eddie's hog. Core model. <laughs> yeah, we're not I mean, doing any fancy. We're not doing any crazy it. stuff in Bed Turlington. I'm an Irish Catholic. <laughs> we do missionary. We'll do doggy on your I'm birthday. <laughs> we'll do doggy on your birthday. <laughs> yeah, he's probably just teaching his kids like filmmaking. <laughs> Uh, reverse cowgirl, reverse cowgirl is a little crazy for me, a little crazy. This okay, is my son you know. Finn Burns. Hey, uh, Chrissy, I married a model, not a porn star, right? Okay, oh, if yeah, I wanted, if I wanted a reverse cowboy, if I wanted a reverse cowgirl, I would have married a Puerto Rican like Jennifer Lopez. Okay, okay. <laughs> Don't look, Matthew Lillard. They're gonna uh, come over. We're gonna teach you about. Uh, we're gonna teach you about cinema. Yeah. Jay Moore, Jay, Jay, Jay Moore. You available, man? I got I a new movie. Wins. It's really great. It's really great. It's about a. It's about a firefighter who's lost his leg, and he's gonna decide whether or not he's gonna go back to being a firefighter, or if he's gonna be a high school gym teacher at uh, the old high school he used to fucking play that, <laughs> right? Okay. You know, yeah. You know, I don't miss. Uh, I don't miss. I don't like. I don't miss like parties, and it would be nice to go to a bar. But like I don't really miss bars. I miss Vegas because yeah. I just love going but I think there. You like, can, I think Vegas is pretty well, pretty well open. I think it is actually. Yeah. Um, but I still want to go there when you just don't have to worry about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want to. Yeah, you want to go. I just want to go when I know. I, I want to go when like I know. Go when you know. Hashtag go when you know. Give me the Johnson and Johnson shot. I'll go to Vegas tomorrow because the Johnson. This is what the media doesn't tell people. The Johnson and Johnson shot is a hundred percent effective. In preventing you from getting severely sick and dying, like the, the again, like the like the media has done such a bad job on the vaccine front, and they're letting these anti-vaxer fucking QAnon John Fusco lunatics take over because the vaccines are all good because they do one thing: they keep you from dying. Like the flu vaccine. I mean, I've got I get the flu vaccine. Yes, have I gotten the flu when I've gotten the vaccine? Yeah, was it? unpleasant yeah getting sick is pretty unpleasant dying i think is a lot fucking worse <laughs> that's a good point you know, just, just, just a hunch just a hunch you know what i mean so like you know come on you know give the johnson jo- look dick to way, heaven <laughs> there we go you know no i th- i mean look dude anti anti-vaxxers like what's wrong with you <laughs> sorry like come on seriously I- I get it. You want to live a clean, a clean, clean living, sure. But like, it's science. Clean living. Give me a fucking break. Usually, I mean, come on. Science. No, I mean, I'm sorry. I've had about just enough of these anti-vaxxers. I've had enough of all these people. I've also had a bunch of. I've also had a bunch of uh, fucking enough of people talking about the founding fathers. Like, yeah, they did some good stuff, but these are also guys who could smell their ass and balls standing up. Straight. Right. You know, I've been thinking about that a lot recently. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Just, just sanitary measures, uh, like the, anything before like 19. 40. I mean, like, because <laughs> right. I was actually thinking about that because I'm, I'm pretty sanitary with when I go to the bathroom. I mean, I use wipes and mm, I, yeah, me too. And, and toilet paper, but like, I feel like it, back in like the medieval days, I probably would like, what would I uh, like? You pour water back there, mm. like, yeah, and, or, and the then creek. dental care. But I guess we didn't have as much sugar, like refined sugar and things that would like rot your teeth True. out. But just how were people like, I mean, 
the itching that even was going like, on. I mean, Jesus's grill must have been gnarly. <laughs> My guess dude, is, dude, yeah, dude, you could. Like if you had an infected die, tooth, die. like what is it? What do you do? Just put like sand in it? No, like uh, you get a um, an ice skate and you stick it in your mouth. Yeah, and you just hit a rock. Are they? Yeah, they just do bloodletting. No, literally, oh, your kid's got like, palatosis. Let's let some blood out. Well, I mean, oh, what was God. the what was the you life could die, You could die with a bout of you could die with a bout of alcohol diarrhea. Like you could literally die. You could have too much. You could have too much wine the night before. Wake up the next day and have such a horrendous case of diarrhea. You could be dead within three hours. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's just the way it went. I mean, look I, again. Like the like I read this great article where they were literally talking about the polio vaccine came out. And the whole fucking country, no, the whole America went nuts. They were ringing church bells and all this shit. But it was like, yes, fucking yes. And here it's like only in, oh, literally only in America, but really only on planet Earth these days. You know, the Johnson and Johnson vaccine comes out. I look, and I'll admit, I'm one of these fucking snobs. I was like, oh, okay, I guess great. It's 20 million vaccines this week. I'm, I'm really going to hold out for Pfizer. And then I was like, wait a second. What the fuck is wrong with me? I want Pfizer. Why? Because it's fancy. Because they gave me a pill that get, got me, you know, enabled me to yeah, get dogs. The silent P isn't silent P. The silent P. It's huge. Like, like the, it's a big you know, so, part I mean, of everyone, it. I mean, everyone's yeah, no, running no, out getting it's like, stuck. Oh, get, feels get good. the fucking shot. What's going to happen to you? By the way, what's the worst that could happen to you? No, like, I mean these, no, these anti-vaxxers act like you get a vaccine and you're going to grow like a tail. Yeah, like like what hap- What actually happens? Like where are the studies? Right. The amount of people well, that no, get vaccinated exactly. no, year so what's after happen? year. Take the Pfizer or the Moderna or the Va- Johnson Johnson. And look, in two weeks, if I turn into Dustin Hoffman's performance in Rain Man, okay, then maybe I would recommend to other people not to take it. Uh, but give me a fucking break. Yeah. And most of like the people I encounter are anti- anti-vaxxers seem insane. So it's like... Yeah. Yeah, by the way, their kid gets like leukemia and they just put a crystal on his heart. <laughs> no, yes, know, exactly. Like- most, of people, most of people who are anti-vaxxers don't even... Wait for whatever the collection of blood and organs is to be put into into a pill. They just eat it. They seem like Mia Farrow. <laughs> no, I could see Mia Farrow being an anti-vaxxer. hundred percent. Yeah, but marrying Woody Allen. Yeah, <laughs> so that's okay. But you, yeah, that's you got some judgment issues. <laughs> that's what. I, that's my we'll full circle. And we can sort of end on that. Is that I need to see more of that documentary because I think she's trying to make up for her bad judgment right now. Oh yeah, no maybe for yeah. sure. And by the way, I fully think Woody. It's fully fully plausible that Woody Allen did these things um but but i think she is trying to it's a, she's trying to uh fill the guilt gap yeah i agree well on that note how much time we got left got about two minutes that's right folks it's time for the camp kid boy shout out hour yeah. who we give an instagram shout out to this week bill <laughs> all right here we go by the this is my favorite part of the show, especially when Nick is on the, yeah. the shout out hours. Always fun. <laughs> we should right. make it a full hour. <laughs> yeah, shout out hours. <laughs> be great. Uh, okay, so hey, shout out White Mike Forty for making the uh, Camp Goodbye podcast starter. Pack. Oh, shout out, big shout, shout out. out, big shout out. Uh, hey, sh- hey, shout out Jeffrey Tinker. Hey, shout out 
from back in the day. Shout Big out. shout out. Uh, hey, shout out uh, Jason Bruick. Shout out. Shout out. All right. Shout out Jason Bruick. Uh, hey, shout out blowing lines, drinking wines. <laughs> Big shout, shout out. out. All right. Sounds like a good fan. <laughs> like a good, good fan. Uh, hey, shout out Kelly from school. Hey, shout out. Shout out. Hey, shout out. Um, hey, shout out David Copperfield. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Um, and then last shout one, uh, shout out Ra Rung. Shout out. Ra, ra, run, shout, ra, out. Run. Shout, shout out. Shout out. Shout out, guys. Thanks for uh, supporting the page, listening to the podcast, yeah. smashing that like, commenting on the memes. It means a lot. <laughs> it goes a long way. It really does. Continue, continue to push push Camp Good Boys status in the meme. meme you know, speaking master. of memes, I got to say, like, the, the big meme pages making the Biden Syria memes, I feel like they're just trying to make memes about Biden to show that they're like, oh, we make fun of, of Democrats, too. Because mm-hmm. it's just like, eh. Yeah, he barely bombed. What did he bomb? Like a fucking like yeah warehouse. Also, he's a president. Let let the guy use a missile. I don't know. I was just like I don't. I don't. I personally didn't think they really landed. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, the, missile, no the, the missiles did, but <laughs> I, I felt like they were like they got like they were getting shit like shit on from people being like, oh, you only make Republican memes, making fun of Republicans, and I don't know. I was just like, eh. Oh, that's not that funny, right? <laughs> it's like if he had like nuked a country, then that's like all right. Well, there yeah. we go. That, that's that though. That's justified. Yeah, he just like, he just wipes the Middle East <laughs> off the face of the earth. Now we can. Now those are going to be funny memes. But like, I don't know. I didn't. I didn't think they really landed. Mm-hmm. So that's my. Well, I my never meme really. Brooke, uh, older Brooke Shields looks like Caitlyn Jenner, kind of. Yeah, uh, she's <laughs> she's getting. I, I noticed that too in this commercial. I was like, oh boy. Yeah. Oh man. Did, wait, didn't she fuck Michael Jackson? I'm sure. <laughs> she'll, she'll, she's probably got a, a, a six-part HBO series coming out <laughs> on that. It's just all well-lit Connecticut interiors. <laughs> no, it's... God, the... Uh the opening credits of uh, the Woody Allen thing, it's always piano and violin. Mm-hmm. And yeah, as soon as we go yeah, to Connecticut, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. like, ah. Oh. But she was fucking Michael Jackson, any pre-creepy plastic surgery and all that yeah, kind of she, stuff. She he got was just like, the, he yeah. was just, he just had like exotic <laughs> animals back then. <laughs> right, right. Um, but wow, who was, she? oh, she was dating Pete Sampras. Right. That's right. She was always at the top. Uh, that's kind of a down. Is that an upgrade or a downgrade from MJ? <laughs> that's a downgrade. Yeah. <laughs> what happened to Sampras? I don't know. Poor guy. Now that's he, he, no, what you mean? What, no, no. What are you talking about? He married the teacher. He married the teacher from Billy Madison. And, uh, oh, you know, wait, just, oh. history. Brooke and he Shields. probably gives tennis lessons at like some super, super swanky. Yeah. yeah he, wait, you know, Brooke on, Shields that. was with Andre Agassi. That's right. Mm. You think they were yeah, snorting meth? Yeah. Now, oh, Brooke, yeah. Shields, now, Brooke Shields ended up, Brooke Shields ended up with like the right, speaking of hey, writers, obviously a writer who, uh, maybe, uh, Californication was based on, uh, she ended up with some the guy who wrote and produced East, one of the guys from Eastbound and Down. I get it. I forget his name. Stevie. <laughs> That'd be a cute couple. Not one of the main three guys. Um, yeah, but, she uh, was with Agassi. Uh, God, one of your best lines was when you were, it was like maybe, God, what was it? Like 2002 or something. And Pete Sampras was on TV and you were like, oh, I thought JFK Jr. died. <laughs> <laughs> Because they kind of, they kind of, they sort of, uh, well, they have, have a yeah, similar, the a similar thing. Methamphetamine days. Wait, uh, Tiger Woods, poor guy. Yeah. Shit. This guy, he needs to put, he needs to drive a car the same way he drives a golf ball. <laughs> Straight. Yeah. 
I mean, oh my god, I can't believe it. we got to get you revoke this man's driver's license. I was like, yeah, I was like, oh, he definitely cheated again because like the road he's on. I've been on that road down in Palos Verdes. I was like, how the fuck did your car end up like that? Do you mm. need the jaws of life? Like the speed limit on that road's like 40. He must have yeah. been ripping down that road. Is he back on pills? I don't know. It was weird. Maybe it was just a freak thing. Like know, he, just, like maybe bonkers. he was on the phone or something. Cause like, it's not like it was a highway. It was like, Hey, a, a it's tiger. Road, I I'm just driving. <laughs> oh shit. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I, maybe he was just Dude, if going I see that really guy fast. Behind the wheel of, if I see that guy behind the wheel of a car, <laughs> get me, out of the way. I'm pulling over no matter what, I'm just going to pull over. <laughs> God, I was walking mud this morning, and I, I had a. I was going to do a miss me of the week, and I can't fucking forget what it was. I'm really pissed. Well, it's a scary time to be walking your dog. Fuck these, yeah. Uh, yes, my these God. Frenchies are like they're like puppy crack. No, I know it's fucking insane. Yeah, it's 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 hard <laughs> oh, out there yeah, for a Frenchie. Yeah, yeah, it really you is. You hear about these purebred? You hear about these purebred dogs, and you wonder: Has the Illuminati found out? That uh, now only all you need is dogs. Ooh, for the I, but I could see that I could see if you could get adrenochrome from any animal, it would be a Frenchie. Yeah, no, maybe this is, is a this is open Frenchie gate. Fuck out. <laughs> yeah, these poor Frenchies, and I wonder a if Frenchie connection. I wonder if they're okay. So they're stealing them and then they're selling them. I wonder if then they steal them from those people and then sell, like they're just cleaning up, mo- getting money left and right. Yeah, like selling no, it and no, then stealing can, it from that. I can, that say, person. But I can see how, but I can see how it breaks down in social, like in socioeconomic terms. They'd be like, oh, rich people get the purebred Pfizer Moderna versions, and then you're like, oh, you know, the street dogs, those. Uh, uh, those mixes, Johnson and Johnson, give those to everybody else. But you know, um, I thought that Frenchies got they have like the brighter, they're, they have the, the greener side of the grass because usually, like when a pit gets kidnapped, it's to be put into like a fighting ring. Mm. And I was like, no, this is just for like high end, you know, <laughs> yeah, things. Unless, right. unless now this you should see is if they did um, Frenchie fights. Oh, I be interesting. Yeah. I might go to an underground Frenchie oh, fight. Wow, that'd be so fucking weird. <laughs> that would be. Oh my god, that's almost like a skit. That's yeah. almost like an SNL sketch or something. I don't know the Frenchie connection. But um, uh, God, you know, it'd be really fucking dark is if it came out that Lady Gaga actually got her Frenchies from someone who had their Frenchies stolen. Right. Ooh, full circle. <laughs> yeah. That then uh, that'd be an HBO. No, that you should see. <laughs> that would be interesting. Probably yeah. not. Probably not though. Well, uh, anyways, uh, Nick. Uh, yeah. Wait, so Nick, always. when are you coming back to LA? Uh, soon, like after the children's spring break. Oh, okay, got. It. Wait, uh, April, any, April. Any, any Bobby Duvall sightings? I have not seen Bobby Duvall, man. Jesus I, I can like see, really yeah, quiet. he he's probably just hunkering down until the COVID <laughs> blows over. Probably. I mean, he's yeah. should, he's, de- he's definitely you know. I mean, you know, he's definitely. Uh, I should be look. I should be well, next time I'm out vax vulturing. I'll see. I mean, you know, he's probably out there. <laughs> I'm surprised it. you haven't seen him like get, at least getting his mail. <laughs> no, he seems I, like know, he gets the mail. So, you know, we're so just. Dis- I'm coming home. So- I'm coming home soon. Look, the vacation summer's over, baby. That's you gotta, so, you gotta uh, steal one piece of his mail, like a publisher's clearinghouse, <laughs> Robert Duvall. <laughs> Yeah, uh, awesome. listen, listen, I'll be home, I'll be home soon because honestly, literally, like I I got I got my <laughs> I got an email from Trader Joe's today about how they got like a kimchi Korean barbecue uh, style. Uh, and I said, Korean barbecue, fuck, what am I doing in the fucking wilderness? Ooh, yeah. I, need, I need some K-Town. Yeah, I mean, LA's, we're coming back. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
They're look, coming look, back. I, I mean, it's look, the, 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 way, the. I don't the, have a Frenchie. I don't have a Frenchie. I have. I have a. I have a Beagle Chihuahua Bawawa, a mix. So I'm not worried about walking my dog. Though my next door, though my next door is blowing up. So I know crime is. Uh, oh, yeah. it's I mean, bad. It was bad. Oh, the next one door thing, was bad before, but now it's like really. So I heard that their you gangs are using those like tent cities. Like a lot of times, where if you think they're homeless, Ooh. there's actually those are like gang uh, hideouts, hiding in plain sight. Yeah, mm, that's they're clever. using the they're using those like tent towns as like where they like to move drugs out of or just as places Damn. to like go meet up like unnoticed and stuff. Wow, that's like when in Breaking Bad when they put the insecticide tent over and they cook yeah. the meth in that. Ooh, mm-hmm. smart. Shout out gang. Shout out MS thirteen. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah. They're, wow. That's, Shout that's, out that's Ten smart. Cities, Big Ten. That's a Shout great idea Tark. because yeah. whoever even go, I don't go into one of those. I wouldn't. I don't, don't even think police officers. No, no, because you think you're going to get COVID or like TB or yeah. all kinds of different stuff. Wow, that's oh, that's savvy. <laughs> well, Nick, I hear some children <laughs> crying for their daddy. Yeah, children are screaming. They need to be fed. <laughs> it's uh, time to go. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, on that note, we'll we'll see you next week. See you next week and uh, stay safe out there. Stay and, uh, safe. Be good campers. All right. Good episode, everybody. Later. Later.